Hey guys, Casey Demme here, TaxSellAcademy.com, and welcome to the TaxSell Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, a TaxSell veteran, TaxSell expert, founder of the TaxSell Academy, and author of the TaxSell Playbook. Now, if you've listened or watched any of my previous episodes, you know that we've already discussed the tax foreclosure system. And you also know that the tax foreclosure system primarily deals with tax liens and tax deeds. Now, we've already discussed tax liens in a previous episode. So if you're looking for information on tax liens, make sure you find that episode and listen. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be discussing tax deeds. Now, when it comes to tax deeds, the process is a little bit easier to understand than tax liens for a lot of beginners. So it basically starts off the same. Every tax sale situation, every tax foreclosure situation will start off the same. It'll always start off with the property owner failing to pay their taxes on time. These taxes will become delinquent. Now, at this point, if it's a tax lien state, it would start the tax lien process and the tax lien be auctioned off and that kind of thing. But since it's a tax deed state, it's a little bit different for us. Now, there's three different types of tax deed systems. With the hybrid system, a straight tax deed system, and a redeemable deed system. You can visit taxallacademy.com forward slash state hyphen guide for a color-coded map and more details on the specific type of system that is used in each state. Again, that's taxallacademy.com forward slash state hyphen guide. That's a completely free resource for you guys. Now, let's start off with talking about a standard tax deed state. The straight tax deed system is used in a number of different states. It is used in Alaska, California, Oregon, Nevada, Washington, Wyoming, New Mexico, Kansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, North Dakota, Minnesota, Michigan, North Carolina, Virginia, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Maine. So it's used in a lot of different states. Now, the tax deed process begins like every other tax sale process. That, of course, is when the owner fails to pay the property taxes on time and they become delinquent. Now, unlike a tax lien state, however, in a tax deed state, there's no lien that is actually sold. In a tax deed state, the county will charge the property owner interest and fees if they're paying their taxes late. So essentially, you can look at it as the county kind of holding the tax lien in-house. They're not really selling a lien, but they're still charging penalties and interest to the property owner, so it's kind of like they have the lien in-house, right? Now, in order to stop the tax foreclosure action, in order to prevent it from moving forward, the property owner, the delinquent property owner, has to pay back the taxes, the fees, and the interest to the county. They have to you know, basically cancel that so-called in-house lien that we're dealing with. Now, if they don't do that, the foreclosure proceeding will begin at that time. They have a certain window to pay back those taxes and fees and stuff. If they don't do that, then they'll have to go through the foreclosure process and they have the chance to lose their property. Now, the owner usually has a couple of years, if not longer, to pay back these delinquent taxes before this tax foreclosure process actually begins. From there, the county or the city will foreclose on the property and they'll actually become the owner of that property. So the city will, or the county will take over the property. Whoever the foreclosing governmental unit is, they refer to those as FGUs in some states. So whoever the FGU is will go through the tax foreclosure process, they'll foreclose on the property, and then they'll actually become the owner of that piece of property, right? So you don't have a lien, it's kind of handled in-house, but instead the foreclosing governmental unit 
will hold it. They'll say, okay, you have this amount of time to pay it. If you don't pay it, they foreclose on your property, then they become the owner of the property. From there, they'll auction it off according to the state statutes in that specific state. So in this situation, you as a tax sale investor, you'll actually go to the auction and you'll buy that property, you'll make the payment, and then the county will transfer that property into your name. Now, after that point, there is no redemption period whatsoever or any time you know, after this point, the property owner, they just can't come in and say, I want my property back. I'm going to pay those taxes. It does not work like that. Once it gets to that point, they've lost the property. Now, the only exception to this is that some states do allow a period of time where the former owner can come in and challenge that foreclosure in court. But this very rarely happens. I've only seen it a couple times in my career. And truthfully, it's a very expensive process. You have to hire an attorney to come in and say the foreclosure was not done according to state statute. You have to argue it in court, argue against the county, the city, all that good stuff. And the deal is, oftentimes, the cost of hiring that attorney to do this for you will often exceed the value of a lot of lower valued properties. So in those properties, you can just kind of forget about it altogether. Now, the next type of system is a redeemable deed system. Redeemable deeds are used in Texas, Tennessee, South Carolina, Georgia, Delaware, and Kentucky. So in a redeemable deed state, the process will, of course, start off the same. That's when the owner fails to pay their property taxes on time. All these processes start off the same. From this point, the county will actually provide a window in which the owner is able to pay these taxes before they take any additional action. So day one, they're not going to sell your property or anything like that. You do have a certain period of time where you can go in there and you can pay your taxes and be done with it. Pay your taxes, fees, all that good stuff. Now, in addition to those taxes, they're still going to have the interest and the fees like most of these systems have when they go in there pay. If you pay late, you're going to have fees and you're going to have interest. Just about, it, truthfully, in every system, you're going to have fees and interest if you pay your taxes late. Now, once this window has expired, the county actually sells the property. Where it differs, however, from a conventional tax deed state is that after the property is sold, the delinquent taxpayer, the delinquent owner of that property will still have one last opportunity to pay those taxes and pay those fees. And what that would do is when they pay those taxes and pay those fees, it would void the deed that is received from the person who bought the redeemable tax deed. Now, this window can range from six months to two years in most redeemable deed states. So as an investor, you're buying the property just like you would be buying any other tax deed property. However, you are buying that property subject to the former owner's ability to redeem the property. So what happens here is the county will hold the property in-house, just like a standard tax deed. They charge interest penalties and fees. Then once a certain time period has passed, they sell that property, but they sell it to the rights of the former owner to, to be able to pay those taxes and pay those fees, and that would cancel that deed, okay? So you as a tax investor, you're buying it, but you're buying it subject to the previous owner's ability to cancel and void that deed by paying the taxes, penalties, interest, and fees. Now, in the event that they do redeem the property, you will receive your, interest, your investment back plus additional interest and a fee, perhaps, depending on how the state works. And this fee can be very lucrative, up to 50% or more in some situations. So you might pay $5,000 for the property, and then you, know, you get a letter in the mail and you're kind of bummed because they redeemed it, but you get the check back and that check might be for 7,500 bucks. So that $5,000 might have turned into $7,500 very, very quickly. Now, additionally, the redeeming owner would also have to reimburse you for your expenses maintaining that property. Of course, you have to be able to prove them, and you might even be able to rent the property and collect the rent while the redemption window is still open. 
So from the time you buy the property until the time they redeem it, they redeem on the very last day, they have to reimburse you all those expenses and you can also collect rent. Now, of course, you need to check your state's laws because this does vary from state to state, but that's one little benefit that you have investing in redeemable tax deeds. So it's not quite as bad as it might seem at first glance. Now, of course, again, check your laws and there's lots of benefits investing in redeemable tax deeds. Now, of course, if they don't end up redeeming, you will become the owner of the property once that redemption period has expired. And after that point, there isn't anything that the former owner can do. So redeemable tax deeds. Now, the last type of system that's used is called a hybrid system. It is used in some method in Florida, Ohio, and New York. In a hybrid system, it's exactly as the name implies. It's a hybrid between tax liens and tax deeds. So they'll actually use both systems. So a property owner will become delinquent on their taxes. Every situation, it starts like that. From there, a tax lien is actually auctioned off and it follows one of the processes that we outline in the tax lien episode. Now, once this lien goes unpaid, however, is the point where it transitions from a tax lien to a tax deed. That's where the hybrid part kicks in. So the taxes don't get paid, a lien is sold, that lien comes due, and at this step, the tax lien holder will apply for a tax deed to that property. The process to do this does vary, but it must be done in order for that tax lien investor to actually receive a return on their investment. If they don't do anything, it'll just be a, a never-ending tax lien. Eventually, it's going to expire even, so they have to do something to realize their investment on that tax lien, so they apply for the tax deed. From there, the process will begin the tax deed process. The opening bid for the property will be at the amount of the previously due taxes and any fees charged by the county, plus the interest that is due to the tax lien investor. So as a tax deed investor, the minimum that you can pay for that property is what is owed to the county, the fees, plus the interest, what is owed to the tax lien investor. So what happens is, if you receive one bid, the tax lien investor will receive their investment back plus their interest that they're due, and the county will receive the fees. If there's, there's no bids whatsoever, the tax lien investor actually walks away with the property. So as a tax deed investor, pay attention to the words deed and lien here because it's kind of getting confusing probably. But as a tax deed investor, if you bid $1 over the opening bid, or you bid the opening bid in some areas, what will happen is you'll actually buy that property. So you pay for that property, you get it just like a standard tax deed state, there is no redemption period after that point, and you're the owner of that property. Now, if you had held the tax lien on that property, that tax deed buyer is essentially the one who is reimbursing you by placing a bid on that property. Now, it's very important to understand that the tax lien holder, if he does not receive any bids whatsoever, he actually acquires ownership of that property. So it's a joint system. It's a little bit confusing, but again, you have a tax lien that's sold, the tax lien holder after that window expires to redeem it or you know cancel that tax lien, the tax lien holder applies for a tax deed. That tax deed is auctioned off. If there are bids, the tax lien holder is reimbursed. If there's not, the tax lien holder walks away with a piece of property. So again, as far as you're concerned as a tax deed investor, it's just like a tax deed state with the opening bid that is listed. And that's it. It's after that point, you buy the property just like every other piece of property, and you know that's kind of it when it comes to tax deeds. Now it's also important to understand that we have already discussed tax liens and tax deeds. It's definitely two separate vehicles. Tax liens 
are going to be you know, more beneficial for somebody that might not want to always have to sell the property to realize their investment. They want to invest, you know, maybe they have a lot more capital, that kind of stuff, where tax deeds does require more effort, but you'll make more money. So tax liens, typically less effort, typically lower returns. Tax deeds, typically more effort, typically higher returns. Just depends on the investment vehicle that you want to invest in. I have students that invest in both. I myself invest in both. So, you know, it's great to hedge your it's a great way to hedge your bets between the two of them, but sometimes beginners like to do tax deeds and then transition to tax deeds later on or some sort of combination between the two. So again, we've discussed tax liens in a previous episode. If you have any questions about tax liens, make sure you review that episode. So I really hope you've enjoyed this episode on learning about tax deeds and the three different types of tax deed systems. Again, we have the straight tax deed system where they sell the property and that's it. We have a redeemable deed system where they sell the property, then they have a last window to redeem the property and cancel your deed, and then you would get interest and fees. Otherwise, if they don't cancel it, then you walk away the property. And then, of course, the last one, we have the hybrid system where the tax lien transitions into a tax deed, and then you're buying that tax deed. So again, straight tax deed system, redeemable deed system, and the hybrid deed system. Again, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. As always, if you have more information on tax law investing on our website at taxellacademy.com. Again, that's taxellacademy.com. Thanks for joining me on the Taxell Podcast, where tax law investing is made easy. Have a great day, folks. Take care. Bye-bye.